Hey, what up? This is Tech Building Podcast, episode number one. My name is Tony, and I'm here with my co-host, Aaron Blackshare. Say what up to the people. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is my guy, my co-worker, just my uh, good overall friend. And um, today we're going to be talking about the NFL um, draft coming up on the 27th, Thursday, I believe that is. And um, I am a New York Giants fan every day of my life. <laughs> Aaron is a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. And they have the number seven overall pick. The Giants have the number two overall pick. And we're going to start with talking about who we think our teams are going to pick with their uh, respective picks. And we're going to let uh, Mr. Blackshear start with the Bucks. Go ahead. Bless the people. Wow, I definitely appreciate Mr. Blackshear. <laughs> that seems so respectful, honorable, everything. <laughs> but, yeah, Tony's definitely my dude. But I definitely see us trying our hardest to get Saquon Barkley in the mm. beginning from Penn State. Excellent player, excellent fucking running back, man. For sure. Like he, he's definitely somebody we can definitely attribute to our missing link. Do you think a lot of people say? Do you think he's really that franchise changing running back that you really need to drop everything and get? I mean, looking at keeping up with his highlights, stats, anything in the like generating in that nature, it's like yo, he could be a good piece on the right team because he couldn't be like to where he goes and be, he ends up like the Tebow speculations to where it's like oh man he's so amazing and then the team kills them I think that so it's like <laughs> sure. you can always we just hope we're that team that where we can make him better right that's what I mean. um the Giants have number two overall pick my opinion my personal opinion what I think we're going to do I think that we're going to trade out of the number two slot and hopefully maybe reach out to teams like the Buccaneers or Rams or any other team that's maybe in that top 10 range that's looking to get into the top three. I think that we need to trade down and get more value at another pick. But if we just so happen to not do that, I really feel overwhelmed by the court of public opinion that we're going to take Saquon Barkley. I think that that would be very good for the Giants because with Odell, hopefully we pay him, Odell, Eli, Evan Ingram, um, Sterling Sharp. Uh, who I, I think we got one more other really good receiver. Oh, it would be nice if we got Dez, but we don't got him at the <laughs> moment. But I think adding that type, that level of a skilled player would be fantastic. And I think it would really be very scary for the rest of the league. Um, so going forward now, what are some of the players that you have your eye on? Like, who are the Bucks looking to draft? Like, what positions? All right, our reality, we already visited the dream of getting Saquon. But we already <laughs> accepted if we don't get him. Right. We're already looking at safety. Uh, Durbin mm-hmm. James, 6'3", 212 uh, pounds, mm-hmm. 91 uh, tackles, 4.5 sacks. And in 12 games, he has four passes deflected, two forced fumbles, and two fumble recoveries. Oh, no, that's he putting in work. So he's he's definitely a, a ox we need in the backfield. He'd definitely be a, a missing link we can have on our defense mm. to shut down the pass plays, the middle, get all that back under control to what we had on our top run defense. Mm. And that would definitely be a good key piece for us. So, you know, we're, we would be upset we can't get – uh, Saquon Barkley in that first pick, but mm. we definitely will be bucking up with the safety under uh, Durbin James. Who else you feeling like? Uh, we definitely, I definitely like the, uh, where's he at? Bradley Chubb. 
defensive end. Very popular, yeah. 6'1", 240 pounds, 72 mm-hmm. tackles, 10 sacks. And I just found out it's a 10-game season. So ten college game is 10 games. So, yeah, these so, guys are putting in work. Yeah, you have to put, like, some hustle hustle into everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, ah! right. everything I'll be there. But Bradley Chubb would definitely be a good defensive end. We could definitely use his help because, like I said, I'm trying to build that that nice line again mm-hmm. to get back to where it's like, all right, Joker, stop. Joker's like AP and Joker's from running through the middle. Mm. Like, picking holes like it's fucking Swiss cheese. Like, <laughs> right, though. So you believe <laughs> that defense win championships. Ain't no Facts. Who else you feeling like? All right. Uh, another one we had our eye out on was Baker Mayfield, quarterback. Baker Mayfield. No matter what. You know, Jameson's our dude, but we definitely need somebody that's good behind him, good strong, good arm strength. What I like about Baker Mayfield, he's reasonable height, weight, 6'1", 215. Mm. He's at uh, the Oklahoma Sooners, so he definitely put in his work in a good family hometown of mine. But he runs at will. He's like the white boy Mike Vick. I can okay, say this, I dig that. He, he likes leaving the pocket because mm. he wants to look at all his options, not just a pocket option. Mm. He just want to, like, if he's sitting there, boom, line collapse, he's moving. I he's going. I feel that. You know, and for 12 games, he put in 4,627 yards, <laughs> 43 <laughs> touchdowns, mm. and only six interceptions. Nice. So, his touchdowns and interceptions is just amazing. Like, mm. if we can get that in the league, that, that definitely was up. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. Anybody else you want to talk about? Let me see. Uh, there's just so many good potentials out there. You'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I just want to throw out some honorable mentions. Mm. But uh, you got Vita Vey, defensive tackle, University of Washington. Mm. Straight ox. I mean, anybody gets in his way, he's going to get trucked over. Uh, we got the guard, Quentin Nelson. He's a key offensive line piece. Eyes everywhere. This man is like... Like the Sherman Wilson of like, oh my God, lost it. Um, but <laughs> it's was, so good. <laughs> I was definitely hyped on him. Mm-hmm. You got Kristen Kirk, wide receiver, Texas A and M. Brandon Toth, offensive line, the Army. Mm-hmm. You got Alabama wide receiver Ridley. What was the running back we was talking about? I'm looking at the damn the damn note where it says shook seven people. Who was that? Ow, ow, ow. Carry on Johnson. Yes, that's the guy we need to feet, talk about. Six feet, six feet even, 212 pounds. Right. 1,391 yards, 18 touchdowns. Right. This man, I'm telling you people, oh, my God. I think this is probably the best highlight shake I've ever seen. <laughs> We're just going through our casual mock drafts, and next thing you know, we see this man. That's a fact. He's unconsciously throwing one man off of him. <laughs> Before the next action happens, right. he's one of those nonchalance of like a mouse trying to tackle an elephant. It was just like, okay, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so he Anywho. takes one step forward and immediately takes two to the back and then to the right. <laughs> and it was yeah. over. <laughs> Literally, butter. four guys were closing in on this man on the right hand sideline. You mm-hmm. know, if you're facing downfield. Right hand side, he's running over to the sideline. Four men are about to tackle him. Literally, it looks like no way out. Mm-hmm. This man cut, hit one spin. There was three di- <laughs> there was three dudes to follow the cut, <laughs> and, and was it was rap. it was literally done. He's he headed downfield, touchdown. And I think that was just one highlight that just won us over. Oh like, my god! Like, he had multiple, but that one was special. Gotta get him running back though. Facts. <laughs> I dig that. 
Um, some players that I, I'm really feeling like Lamar Jackson was somebody that I watched on the um, NFL Network during the combine who immediately jumped out at me as somebody that was like, I seen him do one drill where he do like a little rollout, right. and he threw a pass. He rolled out so quick. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, this man has lightning in his feet. I need to find out who he is. And it was like, so I said, okay, I did my little research on him, and I was like, I think this dude could be really special in the same way like we was talking earlier. You said a little bit like Mike Vick and um, Cam Newton. Mixed together, yeah. Yes, yeah, a, a little mixture. I just think my only question with him, because he's 200 pounds, so we're going to bulk him up, but... I really feel like the way he holds the ball, and people can't see this, it's like he holds the ball at a weird angle. <laughs> I, think, I, think he's, I think he's right-handed, so he holds the ball so like this, weird. and it's like he's like cupping the ball and his wrist at a 90-degree angle, and when he throws it, it just looks very awkward. It makes it. <laughs> but it makes it. It has, good, it has good velocity. I really feel confident that whatever, whoever team, I mean, Giants not going to draft on me. Hopefully not. We don't need a quarterback. <laughs> But whoever team he goes to, I hope it is fantastic because that young man has lightning in his feet. Um, DJ Chark, I had my players already selected that I was going to talk about. And then on the NFL Combine YouTube, they mm. put the side-by-side silhouette of <laughs> DJ Chark running with the silhouette of Odell Beckham Jr., and as a Giants fan, I'm not going to go ham today because that will be three-hour podcast episode talking about <laughs> Odell. His bull. <laughs> but when they showed that DJ Chark 40 was faster than Odell, I was really taken aback by that. And I was really, frankly, surprised because Odell was just known to be a speedster. So I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on DJ Chark coming into the NFL. Um, a player that was I think that the, the name was, that what's was, up? was that the name that was Clark? Yeah, yeah, we didn't we didn't know if it was Chark or yeah, 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 for sure. His nickname is is definitely unique. Um, a player that the Giants realistically could take because we have number two overall pick, number two overall pick, and we need offensive line. Even though we picked up Nate Solder uh, in in uh, free agency, Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame. Now the only thing to me that stuck out to the ball from well from the ball, he had good technique in his drills. That was nice, but six five three twenty nine. You are a problem. <laughs> yes, definitely. You are a problem. You're 20 you're years moving, old, 21 years yeah, old, whatever. You're a moving ox. You're a moving <laughs> problem. People have to respect you. And I just think that if the Giants shore up inside the trenches, I think that would be something that would be in great favor to them going forward. Do you think that would be like your, the Giants' JPP in a sense? On the opposite side of the ball, I could see that because JPP did have that engine that really drove as it well. <laughs> for sure um, and then my, my last my last player to watch and I'm definitely going to be watching this young man when he uh, gets drafted to the league Shaquem Griffin mm. the young man young middle linebacker and I'm I'm very interested to see what he's going to do because he has one hand and it uh, is of my belief that you cannot perform tackling duties with one hand but he does it but he he I just intrigues that. me now, you run a four three eight forty as a linebacker I'm all over it. I need to see it. And I'm just, I'm ready to see what type of, maybe play like JPP. The Bucks just got JPP. And this young man, Shaquem, can change my perception on whether or not these defenders can play well with one hand. How do you feel about that? First of all, I commend him on that. For sure. For the man to have, like, such, like, 
that type of hardship going through life, you got to think any natural person thinks that football is a two-hand game. And I think he even said it in his interview. It was like, his dad even said it to him. It's like, you can't play football. Mm-hmm. It's a two-hand game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, that inspired me to, like, push and prove to people that I could do it. it's not, you know. And if you look at this man's tackles, it's like... It doesn't even matter because he's like, I, he's grilling people. He's <laughs> tracking them down. He's on their ass right. every five minutes, yo. Mm. You see something else, it's like, yo, this man moves. And it really doesn't affect his, like, his push forward. Mm. And it's like, yo, somebody like that, I definitely want to see in the league. Like, yeah, for sure. Completing his dreams, you know, like, fully living out that full cycle of, like, <laughs> yo, I'm la- I'm laughing to myself because I'm thinking about the silhouette battles that they have, the 40-yard dash runs, and the disrespect for Jameis Winston. They have my man up there two times with his 4 5 9 40, and they, they first ran it. What's going on? What's going on? Nah, go ahead. You're a fool. <laughs> he tries to distract me. That's all. The last one, they had him up there running against... Uh, Marcus Mariota and Tim Tebow. And the funny known fact, a little known fact out of that is Tim Tebow ran a faster 40 than Jameis Winston. How salty is those apples at that moment? Wow. <laughs> first of all, I think it was bullshit to how first, you know, at first I'm thinking, you know, they were just comparing all college kids mm. to where it was like, all right, different levels of college kids. At this time, you know, when they first went out, we're going to see how, the, you know, everybody grades different. Mm. I didn't know they were going to be taking, like, the primary, <laughs> like, league. You know, like, when, uh, yeah, when he, Joker went to Heisman, of course he's going to have a, a certain run. 40, yeah, that's a Y'all can't take something that says Tampa Bay up there and use it with the college kids. <laughs> of course he doesn't run that anymore. Oh, man. A couple years and set in, money, eating good. Mm. 440 not going to be the same. This is a question that I've been wanting to ask people a lot, too. Um... When analyzing a player, as if you were ask, uh, uh, what do they what do they call the the coaches that go out and they scout the players? I guess they just call them scouts or a GM. What do you look for when you're analyzing a football player? What is the most important thing for you when you look at a player off the rip? It's like all right, it's like I walk on the field, I want to see this dude's charismatic attitude mm. before we even start practice. And like a little swag. How does he communicate with team players? How is he handling coaches, you know, instruction? I got to see these things before you even run. Mm, I want to see, all right, if this dude got a whole attitude and we ain't even started running yet, he's going to kill the team before game time. Yeah, that's a fact. So like, is important. After that, now we're building it to, okay, depending on the player I'm looking for, I'm looking for speed, agility, mm. height, you know, weight. So speed you know. is your number one? I'm, I'm not mad. Run, I'm a diehard runner. Yo, I'm not I'm mad. I'm a diehard runner. So <laughs> this man can boom do mm. a four. He can do a, a forty and four three mm. top, and he can't catch the ball. We're going to take him to training camp. Heard that. We're going to take him to training camp. Heard that. Because catching is not as hard as people <laughs> make it seem. So if we can just keep his speed with his hands. Mm. We got an elite player. Mm. So I it's like that. you know sometimes you got to take some players' flaws with their benefits because it'd be like all right if he's trainable, he's a good player. Now, we can say he's the complete opposite of T.F. Say mm-hmm. if he couldn't really play that well, but he was a good motiv- team motivator. Mm. We're going to keep him and try to see what he, you know, what can he do. I now, once it comes down to signing the papers, it's like, yo, <laughs> numbers still ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> the production has to be in the Yeah, now we can build on him. Yeah, of course. Mm. It's not always about the top elite all the times because, once again, 
injury could kill all of that. That's a fact. Completely down. shot. Right. So it's like you can go from the top being player to the has been newscaster now. That's a fact. That yo, that is really true. Like players do get hurt and they just hop right on TV. Um, when I'm analyzing a player, what something that I look at right away, I I guess it isn't almost in the terms of speed, but it's more of the quickness. I like to see quick players. I like to see that. Hold on. Mm-hmm. When you say quickness, do you mean quickness in general or qu- quickness off a of response? Like, yeah, like if that something burst. happens, boom. Yes. I can. I like to see when these guys are running the drills, like the linemen, like uh, Quentin Nelson, something was good when he's running the drills. Like, as soon as the ball snapped, boom, he pops that. You know what I mean? Hits him in the chest, and he's, his hands are very good. And my number two is the technique. Right. Very technical players. And we watched the um, the clip of Odell. The focus in Odell's eyes during those was drills mean. was mean. And you've seen his technique follow that up. Like, you've seen him catching those ball, and he would be like, boom, on to the next, boom, on to the next. And it's like, I just wish more players would be, I don't want to say wish more players, but that attention to detail early on mm-hmm. is something that is is very important to me as I analyze um, players for the draft. So um, we talked about we talked about who we think they're going to pick. We talked about maybe some predictions like the Giants may be trading down. That's what I would really like to see. Um, would love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> to get Saquon. Saquon seems to be the trophy of the draft so yes. far. I guess outside of quarterbacks. Um, but going into the 2018 season, 2019 season, um, what are some games on the schedule for the Bucks that you're looking forward to that you want to uh, circle on your calendar, if you will? Hold on, hold on. Let's just do a division check. What's it? Where division is Giants in? Giants is in the NFC East. Well, we're going to say I'm just beefing at the whole <laughs> NFC East. Just everybody in general. You got smoke for the whole NFC. Just, just all of them. Like, first of all, it starts with because last year was the first time me and Tone's team went against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, us being cool. It was like, yo, we caught a football season. Boom, what's up, y'all? So next thing you know, we was able to take the first game. Mm. To our to my disappointment, I thought we were going to lose that game. But we won. <laughs> right. The season wasn't looking good. To we my already had disappointment. <laughs> We already didn't have a bye week, so we're playing on straight 16, no bye week, no nothing. Mm. So it's like, all right, boom, next thing you know, we're going into the gym. Like, yeah, they going to bust us. Gets the win. Facts. Look at the schedules. This year, September 16th, mm. we have the Eagles at home. Now, this, this made a, a good game for me because it's like, all right, think about the Eagles. They just had a nice little championship. But I'm trying to look at it as is it a really is it really like a spliff on how they say, yo, when Jokers return the next season, they get it misunderstood that it is a new season. You are the returning champs. Ooh, but point. it is a new season. But yeah, so it's kinda like a council, so, does it? <laughs> just because you're the champs, we want you at home. And we want to beat you in our home <laughs> to show you. We're division right. champs too, so mm. it's like, yo, we can do this. Mm. We can do this. We can climb like y'all climb. I did. And they made did. It shine. So, <laughs> Bars though. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally though. Right, so, though. So it's like, all right. But let, let me let, let me ask one question real quick. Jameis is always a, a topic of discussion between me and you. Where do you see Jameis' perception after the season? Do you think he's a do you think he's a top five quarterback going into the year? And then how do you think he's going to end up in the season? 
I heard first I see Jameson as a good prospect, but it's like I think he'd be missing the times of on like players. It's like we he might get connected to a player here, and it's like then he gets switched or moved. Mm. It's a changeup, so now his mindset is connected with that player, and he, they're gone. Mm, so it's like he, he does get attached to his teammates. Now, Jameson going into the season. Mm-hmm. I don't see him at top five, but I can say top ten. Okay. But I see him at like six or seven. Okay. I want to say top that. five, mm-hmm. but like they keep discounting him. But I believe he's up there. At times, yeah, he has his bad games, but every quarterback does. Yeah, every quarterback does. Even the top players, Tom Brady and all them, begin stuck in a moment. Like, what the hell? That's a fact. So you can't take that from me, but at least give him his credit when it's due. Mm. So, but. Jameson going into this season, this 2018 season, I, I see him as a good prospect because they got him linking up well with Deshaun Jackson. And then we got a lot of new prospects coming in that's mm-hmm. good for Jameson to help him protection-wise and scoring-wise. Mm-hmm. So it should be a good look. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats here. He had 19 touchdowns last season, 11 picks. I mean, that is high for me. I did not expect to see that. 3,500 yards, a quarterback rating of 92.2, which is pretty good. How does that make you feel? <laughs> what type of memories does that stir up in your system? <laughs> because all you look at is these bum at like I think they had Medwater Weathers. What the man name? I think he played for Minnesota. We talking about uh, quarterback? Yeah. What the fuck is his name? You talking about Case Keenum? It might be him. It was yeah. somebody that was ass, <laughs> and they ranked them at like one hundred eight. Point six or something. I'm like, yo, oh, like, quarterback rated. Heard that. I'm like, come on now. Mm. <laughs> this man had two touchdowns this game, <laughs> and he's automatically put a buffing. Come on now, how are we doing these ratings, and what's the time span on it? Mm. Yo, speaking of ratings, the NFL top 100. How do you feel about that? Do you think that has any kind of bearings on how people feel about players, or like, is it good for the league, or is it good for people, or is it like bullshit? Man, I think it's bullshit because I think it's purely judgmental, and it's not going off. Like what be going on? Yeah, like <laughs> y'all be having jokers in the top sixty that be like, I didn't even know he played. Mm. Like it's like, damn, he still played for the league. Yo, that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, last year I didn't see it from twenty seventeen, but the one the year before that, they had Andrew Luck like rated in like the top thirty or forty, and I was like, this man barely even played. I was like, that's wild. <laughs> but anyway, back to um, what you said about what's your, what's a couple more games you're looking forward to seeing on the schedule for the Bucks. Um, uh, all right, November's lit for us because we got Washington mm-hmm. the first week, mm-hmm. and then we play the Giants right after that the next week. And they said we got it lit to where we was able. This is our third year in a row scoring on Monday Night Football. Oh, nice! So I was like, yeah, they said yeah, that's lit. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm feeling that. But uh, yeah, and then we finish all that up with Dallas in uh, December, two days before Christmas. Oh, that should be a goodie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Those are definitely, I'm just coming at the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And, you, know, <laughs> you got smoke for everybody. Yeah, just all of them. The champs is there, mm-hmm. so might as well take the whole division on. Right, yeah. If you're going to beat the champs, might as well beat everybody. That's what I'm saying. Some games for the Giants that I like. I was, when the, when the season ended and they were talking about Eli potentially leaving the Giants because of the, the great disrespect that was handed to him. <laughs> I was looking at the Jaguars as a potential team because uh, Tom Coughlin is the general manager of the Jaguars now. And 
he is pulling this personnel string. So I thought it was interesting if Eli was to leave. That would have been a nice connection. And then they playing the Jaguars on game one. That would have been fireworks. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Yeah, but Eli not leaving, I think, still is a very good game visually. And I think it's a nice test for the Giants because the Jaguars defense is going to come to play ball. Jalen Ramsey and, and, and the squad are definitely going to be in the building to play ball. It should be a good, like for me as a Giants fan, I'm like, okay, this first game is going to let us know where we at. Right. <laughs> it's going to let me know how the season is going to go, and we're going to we're going to go on from there because you come out and you lose that first game. I feel like I've seen so many games as a Giants fan where we lose the first game, and it just throws off the entire rest of the season, and yeah. it's just bothersome. It people. gives a different vibe. <laughs> whole different vibe. And then we got the Cowboys week two, so I'm sitting back like, we really can't be sitting back at no nah. 0-2. Like... <laughs> We gotta be. They gonna come playing hard. Yo, like. they gonna be coming to play ball. We playing them at home. It's gonna be, I think, uh, eight twenty is a uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Sunday night game against the Cowboys. It's big. You know what I mean? It's a big yes. game. But other than that, once I get past those first two games, I mean, we got the Texans week three. There are no other games. No disrespect to any other team because any team can win any week. Mm-hmm. There are just no other games that jump out on the schedule to me as something where it's like I want to circle it. Playing the NFC South is always good because it's a very competitive division. Saints, Falcons, Bucks, Panthers, always going to be tough games. But I really feel like this is what gives me confidence as a Giants fan that we're going to have a potentially strong season because the the schedule is not arduous. It's not something where it's going to be like, oh my goodness, by the time we play the Colts and the Cowboys last two games, we're going to be done. Like, If we stay healthy, we could be looking at a very good situation come toward the end of the season. That's honestly really how I feel. I, if I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I hate doing this because I'll be way off on these shits. I'm going to really be way real. Off. I'll be way off. But if I'm going to predict the Giants record right now, I'm going to predict we're going to make the playoffs. So I think that's at least 10 wins, especially in the NFC. I think that the Giants will finish the season. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the, Gi- the Giants are going to win. They're going to be 10-6. and six. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna beat the Jaguars optimistically. I think we're gonna beat the Cowboys. I think we're gonna beat the Texans. So I think that puts us at three and zero. That's my opinion. Three close games, with maybe the exception of the Texans. But if Deshaun is healthy and the Texans are flying, I really might change that pick. So then we got we got Saints. That's a that's a toss up. Panthers toss up. Eagles. I think we're gonna win that first game. I think we're always gonna split with the Eagles. But it would be nice if we won that first game. But I think the Eagles are gonna take that. I think I got um, Falcons. I think that's a loss. Redskins, I think that's a win. Niners, win. Bucks, 50-50 toss-up in my opinion. No no bias there. Eagles, if we win the first game, I think we're going to split. So I think that puts us already at six losses. Mm-hmm. So I think we, we would have to end up closing out the season with all wins. But I think that is viable. And that's what's giving me such good confidence. We got Bears, Redskins. Who I think, let me say that from the rip, <laughs> or maybe not so much from the rip, but the Redskins, I think, are poop. I think that Alex Smith, is his arrow, in my opinion, is pointing down. I think he's a solid piece to have as a starting quarterback, but I think his arrow is trending downward. Right. Um, I think the Titans are a good young team, but we can get them. And I think the Colts, meh. I'm not really, <laughs> feeling, I'm not really feeling the Colts like that. And then finishing off with the Cowboys, very much a winnable game. So I think the Giants will end up on the optimistic end, 11-5, and 10-6, with a good shot to uh, finish off in the Super Bowl. I think that would be nice for us. 
What do you think the Buccaneers' final record will be? And if you think they're going to make the playoffs, where do you see them going? All right. When it comes to the Bucs, you know, anytime I, it's like I look towards the worst to expect the best. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right, it's I like, did. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, if I just go in here with my team thinking like, like I think we might have like a six and – one of those type endings. Oh, six and like, ten. I think it's like. So you're not too. You're not too confident. Is that because of the division, or is it because like how do you feel? But that's going off presumptions and like presumptions and like stuff of last season. Mm. And it's like last season we was five and eleven. You know, like what was it? Five and eleven, averaging twenty points a game, three hundred sixty yards. Uh, that's pretty. Yo, the 20. the Bucks offensive numbers were very strong last season. Yeah, especially so through the air. It's like uh, looking at last year, but it's like you never know what the new talent is going to do. Mm. With the new talent looking at our schedule, I can see it. I can see it's at eleven and five. Yo, I feel you. Like, where where it's get, like okay, if they seal and they take off. Because if you look at all the games we played last year, mm-hmm. if we lost, we only lost by like less than a touchdown mm. on a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying like, yo, we went five and eleven last year. Mm. But literally, seven of those losses could have been won by either having a field goal or a touchdown. Mm, That's it. I dig that. And then you got some of the top teams we was playing to where, like, the Giants. That's what sh- that shocked me. Like, we had a game play for the Giants. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, if y'all taking one of these teams and it's like, all right, y'all flipping the story for them, mm-hmm. why can't we do it for the rest of them? Mm. And it's like, all right, we lost to the Cardinals probably like six points. Mm-hmm. We missed that last touchdown on two drives. That last touchdown. We needed that last touchdown. Instead, y'all got two field goals. <laughs> right. We right. needed that touchdown. Right. And it was like, yo, there's so many times that where we be losing, and it's like all people see is the record. Not yeah. realizing mm-hmm. the point differences. Yeah. It's like, yo, there's so many times I'm looking at the play, and I'm like, damn, we lost by three. So you, I feel like you're kind of saying, like, okay, I'm going to be realistic with my prediction, but optimistic that yeah. it could easily be reversed. Easily, cause it's like all right. But you guys have a tough schedule. Let me give me some of the games off you guys' schedule. All right, we're all right. Week one, we're already leading in division. That's against the Saints. So, like you said, kind of don't want to be going into week two, (laughs) like with that zero one, and you like. Yeah. Cause week two, we're playing the Eagles. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a tough game. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like oh my god. Week three, we lead into the Steelers. We know Pitt and Baltimore have always been known about their defense. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, you just got to hope that Steelers is just slacking on their shit with defense. Early in if the year. If their defense is slacking, we usually can get them on points. Because mm. defenses usually pumps up their offense mm. and then Ben starts slinging. Okay. So it's like, all right, yeah, we can hopefully that because the defense is starting to fall a little bit. Uh, we got uh, week four, we got Chicago. I'm like iffy about the Bears because mm-hmm. I used to be scared of them with Erlacher so it's like I don't know they have some young pieces now I think they're going to be doing some positive things this season that could be one of those games where it's like yeah. it's toss up I just, I'm confident in Mitch Trubisky right. I think the young quarterback out there is going to do good things for them so that, that could be that could be a, a really touchy situation for the Bucks. but that's what I was hoping like alright by them not having a lot of their key defensive players that they mm, used that to they have that they used to have right and it's like they used to be a problem for us it's yeah. like now as time goes I'm okay that we can I can be confident that Jameson if he can keep up his passing you gotta think this week four we probably already been bodied twice 
Potentially. So, right. Right, right. so it's like hopefully he has his good spirits and goes through that. Right. Weeks, you know, we got a bye week, week five. Hopefully we can keep that this year. Because I think that <laughs> fucked us over last year. But uh, next we got uh, Atlanta, another division. Tough game. Hard game automatically. Mm-hmm. Then we got the Browns. Usually when you see the Browns, it's like... You can check it off as a win. That's a win. Most times. So by this time, we're probably at least two and something. Yeah. Two and something. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that. <laughs> so then we lead on. We got the Bengals. Usually we farewell against them whenever we see them. Mm. Uh, then division right back again with Carolina. Carolina's iffy on how Cam Newton's feeling, if he's got the towel on his head or whether it's around his neck. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you're right about that shit, though. So, Cam yo, getting his bag is around. He getting his bag, he put his on his head. We got that. We game. got that. <laughs> we got that game. Just That's focus, too funny. y'all. Just focus. <laughs> so then we come back at we got the uh the weekly lineups with the NFC East. Oh, heard that. We got that. Washington of one week and then right after that we got the Washington Giants. poop. Washington's coming to our house, so So that's a dub. They lost that. They're getting shot with cannon. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> then we go up New York to go see the Giants about their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm we, I'm not even gonna have no rap for you on that shit. Yeah, bro. we just gonna, just gonna go around to the, the money next up and Facts. Yo, I'm with it. I'm with it. It's like yo, deal on. Fuck out of here. Anywho, I'm gonna keep my money. Um, <laughs> after that, we lead into San Fran. Mm-hmm. San Fran is usually iffy, you know, whether they got their old spirits or their new spirits. You know, what energy they going by? They're they're a very emotional team to me, mm-hmm. to me that is. Then we have Carolina back again with the Saints, and then Baltimore, Dallas, Atlanta. That's our last That's five tough. games. That's tough. Just listen to that. Yo, Carolina, mm-hmm. Saints, mm-hmm. Baltimore, Dallas, Atlanta. Yeah. So, by... I, I, I get where your prediction came from. I, I see what you're saying. It's like, yo, that's... That's a tough season, It's going to tank at the end. <laughs> it's going to be solid that it's just going to tank. Like, we're going to be like, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where do you think the Bucks are going to, I guess, with a 6-10 and 10 record, they're going to be fourth in the division, you, you predict? Now that's the hard thing. Trying to pick, predict our our standings and our division is always hard, because right. we never know who's on a play. I mean, be, to be fair to the Bucks and the rest of that division, Carolina, Atlanta, and New Orleans all play very strong at their when on their times, but they also play poorly in their times too. Yes. Like it's it's an up and down kind of division, so it's kind of like you kind of want to look at the the, the Bucks and you want to be hopeful. So, I mean, but I would not immediately in my mind where I would have them ranked like preseason 2018. Mm. I would say they're a hard third. And I'm giving them third because of the quarterbacking. So, I'm like, I got Drew Brees, number one in the division. So, until he retired. Cam Newton, number two. And then I got Jameis. I'm thinking about Jameis and what he can bring to the table. And then Matt Ryan and the Falcons, even though it's Matt Ryan and Julio, very good combination. I just feel like they're kind of the most inconsistent of the division. Because it's one minute they're on fire and then the next minute. Because Atlanta had a nice slow streak. And then it just was like, hold on, they beat Hill? And they have so much talent up and down their roster. When they lose games, you still be like, well, damn. How did you guys lose that? So I kind of don't, I don't want to put too much um, stock into them. But where would you rank the Bucks right now in the division? I would say third. But in a sense, I would say that because at first I was going to say fourth, mm-hmm. but I see your third speculation because mm-hmm. it's like our division is a lot on our quarterbacking. 
And yeah. Like our quarterbacking depends on our division. So it's like if your quarterback's doing amazing in the South. If Jameis is balling out, they're he's doing great. round be the top. Yeah, for right? sure. They yeah. could be number one. Yeah, they can be one number one in the division. Yeah. And that all depends on how the quarterbacks are. Because it's like literally our quarterbacks run that division. Mm. But, yeah, a solid three. Mm-hmm. With the arrow in. up. Right, right. There we go. I like with to think about my arrow. shit like the stock market is like, yeah, I like Yeah, with the green arrow. The green arrow <laughs> going in the upward direction. I definitely could see that for the Bucks. Um, going over to the Giants for me. Now look, if we draft Saquon Barkley, here we go. I'm this. keeping I'm keeping it mud. I, I gotta keep it mud. Like we get Saquon Barkley. <laughs> yo, it's gonna be a problem. I'm I'm gonna give the respect to the Eagles because I am one of those fans that I'm gonna. You got to You're the champs. You get knocked off. I do believe in that. So, I think the Giants will be number two with Saquon Barkley, with the Green Arrow up, looking at the Eagles. Because in my opinion, this is my prediction for the Eagles, and it's why I could realistically, in my mind, predict the Giants to be number one. They have a quarterback controversy on their hands, yeah. and you just won the Super Bowl. So with one with the other one in reserve. Right. Like, Your starter was on the bench. <laughs> so it's like if Nick Foles plays for however many long I'm not sure what Carson Wentz injury is like. So Carson Wentz is on the bench, let's say a month. Then let's say if the Eagles is 4-0, well, 3-1 because they don't lose to the Giants first game. <laughs> <laughs> if they're 3-1 and one, and then Carson Wentz, you're going to inject him, you would assume. Would you, would you put him back in the game or would you let him rock? This is your guy. I'm definitely going against it. First of all, I didn't like how they put RG3 in there when he first came out. It's the <laughs> right. end of the year. You got to let him chill. Last yeah. game of the season, and we're not winning anything. Yeah, yeah. Why are we putting RG3 in there? This is the same situation with them. Mm. I don't want them to be so into the name that they do something bad and mm. mess around and get this man injured more. So you would just let you would let Nick Foles let rock him out? We, have, we just won the Silver Bowl mm. with our second string. We can run Letting him rest. Yeah. He obviously has good backup. But I don't think that's going to happen. We know, we know Philly. Wentz we know Philly. He's going to be there week one. So he's going to come. But now nah, he's not. He's injured. So he's not going to be week one. So this is the controversy. We're talking about the NFL. Let's say. <laughs> let's say the to, Eagles. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Remember your man's suspension. Yo, was on again, about, off again. Talking about Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> oh my goodness. So when we go to this man not playing first week. <laughs> let's think about this man's suspension. That is a that was a whole saga. I'm not even gonna. I've never it. seen nobody be decided sp- suspension <laughs> for six weeks. My hand is up in surrender. I have no smoke for that. Yo, but I'm saying so. Foles is in three and one, and then Carson comes in. Let's say the first game they take two L's, so you three and two. That next game, let's say is a big game. Do you have a controversy? You have to sit down and you're like, man, did this man lose it? Yeah, like or... yo, how how do we manage this? And I just feel like if you have that kind of issue. If you have that kind of issue with your quarterbacks, it's substantial. It's going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. Yeah. So I, I really feel like, and but also the reason why I'm not going to put the count with the Eagles number, or I mean the Giants, excuse me, number one, is my hope for the Cowboys. This is pure hope because they have too much youth and too much talent on the offense to not show me big things this season. I believe Dak Prescott sat back on the Cowboys and watched Carson Wentz ball out he said back, like, okay, I got to have my time. I got to do what I got to do. So, But if you guys don't put it up this season, you're going on the back burner to me back there with the Redskins. Yeah. And, the, and you know what I mean? In the basement. Because they had this amazing season and then shit just tanked. Dumb. 
It was like, hold on, what, where, where's? Where are the Redskins? They're supposed to be good. <laughs> how your quarterback? How your how your fucking team be one of the worst division? One uh, worst teams in the division, but then your quarterback leave your team and go get a bag. They didn't even make the playoffs anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think the Cowboys really have to put up and show me something. So I'm going my my pick to win the division. Strangely enough, is the Cowboys. Because and it's just purely hope. Like, okay, you guys gotta show me something. I'm expecting big things. I'm really honestly expecting the Eagles to slip also because they have the toughest schedule this season. Right. Because they won the bowl. Right. So now you have you have a little bit of a quarterback uh, controversy. Then you have the toughest schedule. Then the Giants schedule is not looking as tough. It's looking tight. Yes, yeah, it's, it's looking like the Giants can get that edge. And then the Cowboys be number two, the Eagles number three, and the Redskins be number four. But it's really like you got three number one teams, and then yeah, you got the fourth just, one is just in the back. He just fills out the roster. You just, you just it's back like, there yo, we teams. need one person because we have to have four in our team. So. You feel what I'm saying? So I, my, my, my power rankings to start would be Cowboys, number one, Giants, number two, Eagles split, number two, and then I'll have Redskins, number four. And I really feel like at the end of the season, the – the Giants win the division, and I think we're the only team that makes it to the wild card. If I do have to put a wild card team in there from our division, I would say it would be the Eagles. I don't think the Cowboys are right quite there. I feel like their window with Tony Romo and that whole regime, that was really their time when Dez was at his yeah. prime and things like that. I really feel like that was – yeah, I feel like they missed their window, and um, the Giants going to end up taking the division um, next season. Um, so this, since it's been the, the draft, the draft uh, podcast special, what are some of your favorite drills from the combine that you like to watch? Or you always Well, let me start because I used to always watch the draft. I used to watch the whole draft, all three days I was in school, I had nothing else to do. Um, I like the, obviously the 40. Because the 40 is just like the spotlight, everybody loves right. that. We get, we get the, the thrills out of the 40. I love the, the vertical, it's always great. But my my favorite drill to watch is the three cone shuffle with the linemen because you get the big guys, you get to see the lateral movement, the quickness. Go and ahead. I think, and I think you like that because you're a big fella. Yeah, so of course. It's like seeing other big fellas that are fast. Like, yeah. Like, oh my god, it's like a Sunday with an ice cream on top of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, what are some of your favorite drills to All watch? Right. Definitely, like you said, definitely, I definitely fuck with the vertical. Oh, yeah. Like, for, to me, see little people jump high is astounding. Mm. Spud Webb was my dude. <laughs> Man could dunk, and he was about as midget as dude on the <laughs> Yo, that is it's so crazy to see somebody like, that tiny right. jumping high. So, when I see football players that are, you know, running backs that come in the league, and they're 5'7", they're my height, like, mm. normal. To, to me, I feel short. <laughs> to them, they're like, I don't care. It's just normal, yeah. Like, yeah, Facts. so... And it's like they jump up, and it's like their vertical's like 40 inches. Carry like, on freaking, what's his name? Carry on Johnson? One at 38. 40. 40, 40 yeah. inch fucking vertical. Insanity. I think Saquon like, shit was 42. It's like, yo, all right, whatever y'all injecting the chicken with, y'all got to be injecting <laughs> this man with, because his calves are on slow. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that was a good one. That is pretty funny. So it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, after the vertical, of course I'm with the 40, because mm-hmm. I'm a track runner to the day I die. So running is always gonna be something that's lit about me. I do, but I have to say, most of all, I would have to say the the runner. It's tough, man. It's a lot of good ones. Wide receivers got a lot of good sections. Yes, they do. 
That one we talking about old Odell with where they running a straight line yeah. back and forth. That's pretty good. That's my shit to be honest. Alright, I can I guess I can say the five and out. Okay. Five I did. Mm-hmm. Five and out. Cause a lot of people get shook up at their first five yards. When that dude makes that first cut, it's like, yo, he's like, oh, snap. And I used to love doing that. Because, mm. like, having spikes on graph, like, a lot of people don't realize the difference is turf is in grass. Mm-hmm. It's like, turf is like, ah, it's like that fake whatever, you know, you can probably dig your feet into it. Mm. It's like, you know, a little bouncy mesh or whatever they want to call it. But having your spikes dig into natural, fresh earth <laughs> and able to hit that, hit that cut, cut, like, ah, all you see is, and you see all that dirt come up. It's like, ah. Uh, it's there. You know you gone. That's it's out. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely there. Uh, it was something. It was really something on the tip of my tongue that I was getting ready to say, that I'm forgetting, and they're sucking at the moment. Give me one <laughs> hard moment to remember what the heck I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to wrap it up, and it was it was one last thing I wanted to talk about. I mean, the predictions. I just think this NFL season is going to be really good. I think the youth coming into the season or to the league this year. That's just you're going to see a lot. It's going to be a lot of fireworks, I feel like. We're going to see a lot of good things. Um, and I'm just really excited for this season coming up. Let me see where we at real quick. Oh, yeah, we're wow. coming up. Yeah, 30, 30 seconds left. So we're going to wrap up episode number one, the draft special. Yeah. My name's Tony. This is Aaron. We had a great time we, uh, talking about football. Tech Building Podcast, where we do sports. We do a whole lot of different topics. <laughs> it's really just current events and whatever we really feel like. Just wait till it get lit. Yeah, we got it, it's, it's a nice rollout plan coming up with this podcast. So thank you for everybody that will support us and listen to us talk about what we love. Um, you guys have a great rest of your day. It's early, man. Solid. It's early. Time for some Halo tonight, man. You guys have a great night. <laughs>